This is a voice memo being issued to all management staff at the Elder County site, so please pay attention, listener. I am Erasmus, and I will be taking over duties for Margaret. While she has done her best to be a loyal employee for Fair and Hell for a long time, her work on the Elder County site has been found lacking. I will be taking over all duties effective immediately, so please forward to me any vital information that I might need. Oh, and before you ask, Mr. Forenzi is still on site and is still in charge of regulation enforcement. Tangled with the thing that you were talking about before. Not here. Not recently here. Mm, actually, I don't think Rio has tangled with Mr. Forenzi directly. They did know that he was in the area. Um, I had a run-in with it and Fahrenheit in general uh, a few years back. Over North Carolina. It didn't go great. Um, but obviously I made it out. I knew it was here. I'd heard rumors. About all the uh, kind of gestures. All the hullabaloo everybody's getting up to. Between the folks there at the top of the ladder all vying for what little space is up there. He is, uh... He's real fucking scary. Real fucking scary. They all are. Fair and Howl is. I mean... Saying they ain't what they seem is not me thinking that you think that they are what they say they are. This is me not, I ain't assuming that you're taking them at face value. But even beyond that, they ain't what they seem. I don't have a whole, I don't have the best understanding of how deep that rabbit hole goes, but... That is, uh, they are dangerous 
in a way that makes everything pale in comparison. Now you and your friends are on their shit list. Which is bad. You don't say. She kind of uh, (laughs) smirks a little bit. Fair enough. (laughs) You gonna... Tell me how you came to be there at the cafe. You gonna keep it inside of this apartment? Sure. All right. You know, uh, I'm, uh, Cecily came to the, uh, church the other night. It, uh, it weren't my first meeting with her. Um, and even beyond that, it weren't my first knowledge of her existence. She, uh, you know how the, the whole seer thing works, usually. They're a big uh, a kind of a big commodity amongst Mm -hmm. the uh, not so human types naturally typically they get a bit of a usually they throw in with somebody for protection for for something like that Mm mm-hmm Cecily has done so with a thing calls itself Uncle Nebo. Uh, though I suspect he's a little bit more than that, a lot older than that. And he puts on some airs, but I also I think he's been here a while, but I don't think he's been he he is from here. Not in the same way that the other things like him are from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he contacted me. Because Cecily contacted him. He and I have had some dealings since I moved back into the area. And I have a bit of a more familial history with, uh, with Nebo. So, <laughs> I have a reputation as a guy who can get things done, and uh, I guess he uh, knew in some way, shape, or form about my, mine, yours, you know, relationship. So he got a hold of me. Uh, he told me where the phone was, and that's why I was there for. But it was pretty obvious. I mean, I could hear you. Was, I didn't know that I was coming for a rescue mission, but I knew that I was there to get into some shit. So, 
There you go. She nods. Looks thoughtful. At the mention of Cecily, I think she tensed up a bit Mm -hmm. about that meeting with Cecily the other day. I heard most of it, of course. She seemed extremely upset when she left. This is an odd. He kind of throws up his hands. I don't, I did not say anything untoward to her. No, I know that. Like I said, and she kind of like taps her <laughs> ear. Um. <laughs> No, but she, we got into an argument about it later, just before we went and investigated that forest and the door and that thing. But she was really shook up by what she saw. And she normally gets shook up by what she saw, what she sees, because most of what she sees is terrible, frankly. Yeah, that is sort of the way of the way of a gift like that. Seems like a fucking waste. You can't see good things coming. You get a heads up the bad shit's coming down the way, so... It seemed like more than just the end of the world was on her mind. That's what I'm saying. Fair. And, uh, she rubs at the back of her neck. You and I, you'll work together with me on whatever this shit is from here on, right? I'll do my best. She kind of frowns and leans closer. Rio, I'm not the kind of person who... believes in prophecy as a definite thing. I think it can't be. Doesn't make any sense if it is. And... I'm going to do everything in my power 
to make sure that these things don't come to pass. And she doesn't say it outright, um, but I think Rio can definitely... Rio can see that she has made some assumptions about what Cecily saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much she doesn't like it. Um, but I can't protect the people I care about. And she looks at Rio uh, pointedly. Unless they let me. I think Rio sort of like nods. And he's like, um, trying not to think about the future too much. I know, terribly surprising coming from me. Something big is coming down the way. Kiki. I don't know what it is. But I can feel it. Every goddamn body can feel it. It's crackling through the air. And it's rolling already. It is a train barreling down tracks. And I am throwing sand on the rail as hard as I can. But it is still all fire and steel. And despite our best efforts, there's a distinct possibility we cannot slow time down or change the course. Maybe we can flip the switch. Maybe we can find a new track. Maybe we can't. But that goddamn train's gonna hit me. Then it's gonna hit me. Ain't gonna change the fact that I'm gonna go down fighting when it does. That when this hits, whatever it is, I'm gonna do my damnedest to be on the winning side of it. Or Barring that, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure whoever does win don't stay at the top of that hill too terribly long after it. We can't fight fate. The future ain't written at all. That's the thing I've learned from all the interactions of folks like I've had with folks like Cecily. That's river. All kinds of branching little streams coming off of it and we just get a, get excited what's coming around the bend but ain't written in stone so he says this in this kind of gentle almost defeated tone uh, and probably I don't think he expects Kiki to react the way that she does, which is 
which is uh, she kind of like half gets up, turns in her seat. So like her knee is on the the couch and grabs him by like the the neck of his shirt mm-hmm. and gets right up in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, practically growling. Uh, and she says, This world has taken everything from me that it could take. You know that. And I will be damned if anything, including you, takes one more thing. Fuck the world. All I care about is keeping me and mine safe. And she kind of like shoves him back a little bit and gets up and leaves. Uh, You can't open the door. (laughs) She tries to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Rio sheepishly gets up and like tears that little piece of paper off of the door (laughs) and then sits back down. (laughs) She she, uh, angrily yanks open the door and then slams it behind her. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, what you up to, Archie? You got something emotionally uh, traumatic to deal with? Does that trigger no, my... In- I feel like that triggers my intimacy. <laughs> yeah, probably does. Yeah, definitely <laughs> triggered in- intimacy. Yeah. You got some... You want You want to work through some issues too, Archie? Archie doesn't have any issues. Archie's <laughs> fine. Yeah, Archie's totally fine. fine. He's just got a ward that he has to take care of because of some terrible mistake he made in his past. It's fine. Yeah, no piggy. <laughs> <laughs> when you fuck up so bad, you get a kick. <laughs> I think that's just regular fucking up. <laughs> um, well, I was thinking if, if it's cool with you, uh... Archie and Shade would have a day out. <laughs> oh yes, let's do that. Okay, great. Um so Shade's going to show up at Archie's place and I think it's just going to be kind of a repeat of the first time. <laughs> Shade just shows up and the alarm starts going off. <laughs> Because now Shade has figured out, oh, okay, if I do this, then Archie will just come here, wherever I am. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Archie leans out of the the mundane workshop. Shade, I'm right here. You don't (laughs) have to do that. (laughs) Hello! Wayne exits the door before Shade walks out of the thing, like, what's going on? (laughs) Hello, angry teenager. Wayne. 
angry teenager. Aww. <laughs> they remember. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I would like to extend to you an invitation to go frolic. I think uh, Wayne sits there for a moment. He's like, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm playing like, uh, oh, what's a weirdly outdated game that Daniel's into? Um, <laughs> Roblox. Team Fortress Two. Yeah, there Team we go. Fortress thank you. Uh, I'm playing Team Fortress Two with my friends, but thank you. Not you, angry teen. Although, if well, you okay, wanted then, to I join, guess. if you wanted to join, I suppose that would be okay. No, I didn't uh, want to, anyways. Oh. That's why you're the angry teen. <laughs> Wayne goes back inside. <laughs> Where I assume it, the, the dimensional pocket, what Archie has inside of his home also has high speed internet, I guess. It does. It's Magic important. high speed internet. The best internet. Faster than any other internet in the world. <laughs> nah, it's still serviced by Comcast, so it's like shit. Oh, no. <laughs> But getting magic Wi-Fi to work across a dimensional barrier, that was impressive. <laughs> yes. Archie's router sits in the empty version of the trailer, just scrawled in runes, surrounded by candles. <laughs> yeah, and? <laughs> Comcast in random runes. <laughs> um. But yeah, the to frolic, uh, <laughs> relax, and we can go to the to the farmers market and get the corn dogs. They have corn dogs there, right? Absolutely. Both, both versions of the farmers market have corn dogs. Yes. <laughs> All right, let me grab the van and we'll get out. We'll head that way. Ah. Pick up some supplies anyway. Hooray! Um. Sweet. Are you just so? So you're going to the you're going to the market, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, are you going to like? Are we going to the regulars farmers market or like the Fay market underneath the f- the the farmers market? I figured it was the Fay market. That was okay. my thought. Is that we were going to go there and shenanigans. Okay, seems good. So yeah, you get you you walk to the tent, uh, to where you enter the Fay Market. You enter into the tent and exit into the tent, uh, basically in the same square, but with like uh, wildly different, uh, different booths. Um, all of the various magical folks are out and about. Um, there are, you know, there are like old things and vampires seemingly walking about um there are fey and probably like some other ghosts also exist here like shade is a weird ghost like all the other ghosts except for like the ones that shade takes care of they're not like weird vanta black shadows like shade is they're like you know they're like what you think of a ghost. They're kind of like a person what is see-through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right, cool. 
I want to steal a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess you can do that. You are invisible and imperceptible uh, to the living, except for the corn dog, which you will pick up and it will float away. Yep. Okay, great. Because can can we like? Because the thought that I had was that. I'm going to steal the corn dog and take it to the king of cats in hopes to get a debt for Archie to help Archie. Okay, so so Shane has drug Archie along on a Rube Goldberg plan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Archie, is there anything that you need from the Fay market while you're here? I'm assuming this is probably also not the first, obviously not the first time Archie showed up here. I'm sure they've got all kinds of the shit that you actually need for the stuff that you do. Yeah, he just picks up a random selection of minor items. Good, good. Just to fill out some gaps in his current inventory. Cool. Do you want to bargain for like a war war crime mirror like Cecily did or? No, no, <laughs> no. I just want really low level stuff that costs, you know, insignificant things. <laughs> I do not want to incur another debt or cause, you know, a sub-apocalypse. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think what you hear from behind you is, um, actually, I feel like I should make Shade roll. I don't know why. I just feel yeah. like I should, but also yeah, Shade I can Yeah, I figured just... I needed to do some kind of roll. I don't I, even know. I dude, was... There's not, like, a steel corn dogs move. <laughs> well, no, not for the corn dogs, for, like... Getting a debt from the king of cats, like how well, that's good like is persuade an NPC. Yeah, is that not is that not what we're trying to do here? I'm like, I mean, I guess so. Up. I don't think the king. Let's see. Well, the king of cats, he's. You will have to take this corn dog. I'm assuming shade. The the bet the the funny thing is I think it's just a normal corn dog that they sell here. I don't know why they would sell special magical corn dogs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, it's a regular corn dog. Yeah, it's, it's probably like a nice you. corn dog because it's like a hand dipped corn dog or some shit like that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a very nice corn dog. It's cooked yeah. perfectly. But let me tell Did you about ever the. Call them dip dogs. No, randomly. no, I've, I've heard, heard them referred to as dip dogs. Huh. I never Which heard makes that sense because, like, you know, that's what you do to it. But I've only honestly ever seen that at, like, the county fair. And my assumption is that the people who have, like, the dip dog stand or what have you aren't actually from, like, they're part of some kind of traveling fair thing. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Gotcha. But calling it a dip dog does sound like a very southern thing. It does. <laughs> yeah. It feels like what we true. would call a corn dog, but we I've only ever heard referred heard them referred to as corn dogs, so weird. Um But yeah, the funny Sorry, thing is real. Yeah. Funny thing is at the Sonic they just sell corn dogs too. But Shay doesn't understand the concept of like commerce, it would seem. Um <laughs> or does and just likes to steal corn dogs. I don't need money. I'm a ghost. Where am I gonna put it? In my ghost pockets. <laughs> um so yeah, Archie, you're buying some 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 bits and bobs, um, some like, you know, like nice herbs and 
you know, special inks. Maybe you're 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 like turning over in your hand like a particularly nice uh, gem or crystal or um, or a crystal know, gem. Crystal gem, yeah. Mm. And uh, from behind you, uh, you hear like, "Oh, not again!" As like a person, I believe I described the corn dog vendor in the Fay Market as like a person <laughs> made out of like. Vines and foliage <laughs> as they chase after a bobbing corn dog as it makes a break for the exit to the the Fay Market. God bless. <laughs> so that's happening behind you, Archie. I think I'm going to get in the way. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, in the uh, bumbling, helpful kind of getting in the way. What's the matter? What's going on? While getting in, in between the vendor and the corn dog. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I will make um, my way to where I think the king of cats is. Has has Shade had a an interaction with the king of cats before? Like not necessarily on camera, but like would it be? Um, would it be logical for like Shade to have interacted with? I feel actually, like I think it's funnier if Shade knows who the King of Cats is, but no one else knows. Like Shade has met the actual King of Cats. Yeah, like I, I think, I think that Shade has. Like I especially think, like it would be like a rummaging through, <laughs> rummaging through the park kind of interaction at some point. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like the King of Cats would show up at the park sometimes. Possibly. Like, Possibly. Like late um, at night when no one else was around. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Do do me a favor here, Archie. Uh, you roll escape a situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a roll with your blood. Oh, blood. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> roll with that blood. Brian, you said roll with your blood. Yeah. And it, it sounded really cool. Cool boy. Oh, um, wow. It's an 11. An 11. Knocked it out the park there. Hell yeah. Archie is strong oh, in the ways so of getting out of the situation. <laughs> um, on a hit, you... So pick one from the chart. Uh, you... Suffer harm on your escape. You end up in another dangerous situation. You uh, leave something important behind. You owe an NPC a debt for their aid. Uh, you give into your base nature and mark corruption. I have no idea how you would do that in this situation. I think I'll suffer some harm. Okay. Yeah. So I think the vine person, like, there. So s steal my corn dog once. Shame on me. Uh, steal my corn dog twice, uh, and I'm gonna turn into like a hulking mass of like thorny plant plants, uh, and come like barreling through the market at you. You know that old saying. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, shade who is unfazed by this. Yeah. Um, and I think you like you basically what you do is you like trip and fall indirectly in front of them and they fall over you, Archie trying not to like, they're not here to like rend anyone limb from limb. They're just real mad because their corn dogs keep floating away. Um, 
and, and uh, in the chaos, you get a little bit scratched up. So, uh, you know, take the level one harm scratched up. And, uh, but, but otherwise you're able to like, after you detangle yourself from the, the plant, plant corn dog vendor, uh, which is not, not plant corn dogs, but the plant vendor of corn dogs. These aren't impossible corn dogs. Correct. These are extremely <laughs> possible corn dogs. Just um, despite the delicious. impossible nature of the market that they're in, they are very possible. <laughs> Made from authentic animal parts. Yes. One hundred percent animal. Animal. <laughs> um. Uh, but you're able to detangle yourself and get and and, and meet back up with Shade, um, who is just kind of like, you know, you can tell immediately where Shade is once you exit the Fave Market because there's just like a bobbing corn dog moving along. <laughs> Shay, do you explain to Archie that you're going like what what the plan is? Uh, I mean, yeah. Once once Archie catches up, I think Shay's like, "Oh, there you are. Okay, we're gonna go to the King of Cats, and the King of Cats will help you with things." Okay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Archie Archie lets Archie yeah. lets Shade get a couple of, you know, paces ahead and then just starts rubbing this spot in the middle of his forehead and then follows along. <laughs> <laughs> um Archie, it may be worthwhile for you to drive to the Sonic where the King of Cats is. Um Shade who doesn't get tired and can move at any pace and is not impeded by traffic. Um Corn dog floating through traffic. Yeah, just like just can move. Uh, it's it's probably like a ten minute drive. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll drive. Okay. So you have heard Archie uh, about the King of Cats. You've never interacted with the King of Cats yourself, but you do know that it is a powerful entity um, that exists uh, in the county. Um, not necessarily powerful in the same way like some of the other factions are. It's not like a faction. It's weird because the King of Cats seemingly, ha like, you know that it has minions because you've heard of people talk about dealing with its emissaries. But it doesn't seem to have, like, um standing force in the same way that a faction does. Okay. But it does seem to be very, like, the King of Cats is very well connected and is more or less like an information broker in the county. And, like, no shit, it, it, no one quite understands how the King of Cats gets its information. But they do know that they get, you know, it's, most people deal with the emissary, not with the King of Cats directly. Which is probably what you think you're going to deal with. You've heard how to contact the emissary. So you pull into the last parking spot of the, you know, the far right side of the Sonic. Um, and uh, you order the, the requisite tater tots. Uh, you place them down. And about the time the, the raccoon comes uh, sauntering out of the woods, Shade arrives with the, the corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I think the raccoon walks up and it like picks up the t- picks up the tater tots in one hand, starts eating them with the other, and kind of like looks around at you, Archie, and just kind of like gestures, sort of like what? <laughs> My friend here wishes to speak to you. Shade, this is not the king of cats. But this isn't. This isn't the king of cats. We have to speak to the king of cats. The raccoon tilts its head like, like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Shay's going to hold out the corn dog and be like, I brought the requisite corn dog. Can I? Hmm. I'm just going to assume raccoons can cock their eyebrows. Um. (laughs) I don't know if that's a biological fact about raccoons. But this raccoon definitely cocks its eyebrow. Um, And then um, looks over to you, Archie. It is sort of like, well, they've got their payment. (laughs) (laughs) Archery size for a moment. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Goes over to the Sonic, gets a corn dog meal, comes back. Oh, they have corn dogs here. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I bet it's a lot harder to to, to take them for free. <laughs> um, Anytime you need corn dogs, just ask me. I'll get you a corn dog. I might one day try to eat a corn dog. <laughs> Much like the burger. The uh raccoon uh finishes its meal. Um hands the little boat to the, the tater tots come in back to you, Archie. Dusts off its little hands. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um and then uh kind of gestures and turns and like just walks straight into the woods. Um, behind the Sonic. Shade's headed that way. Hey, Archie, it's a lot harder for you. I I bet, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a thick, brambly fucking, like, mishmash of, like, vegetation that is uh, unpleasant to crawl through. I feel so bad because Shade's like, I'm going to do a good thing for my friend. And it's just like putting him through so much. Okay, at this point, Archie channels. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, roll. Let's say spirit. He's got. That's sp- a 10. You've got spirit. Yes, you do. Hey, You've got yay. spirit. Take three hold. And he's going to spend one of it to cast shielding on himself. Okay. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can feel less bad. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um, you walk for like, it's hard to tell exactly how much distance you've covered, Archie, because like, it's so hard to move through this area that... Like, 
logically you feel like you're like 10 feet away from the truck or from the van. Uh, but when you look back, you cannot see the Sonic anymore. And after like a whole, like, I, I think the scene is like Archie's climbing through his, his like shirt or jacket gets like stuck on a particularly thorny vine. He's like, pulling and pulling and pulling and he pulls real hard finally like just tumbles through the side of this uh like brambly forest into a clearing in that clearing archie you are just surrounded absolutely surrounded by cats of all different kinds and also a bunch of raccoons just like a whole fucking mess of raccoons. In the center of this clearing is a pile of like d- debris, like cast off stuff, like stuff, but like very purposefully crafted into like a little throne. And when I say little throne, I mean a little throne because sitting on top of that throne is a um is a white cat uh, with, like, piercing blue eyes, but not sitting like a cat, sitting like a person. It, it'd be sitting like a person. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it says, And who has come before the king of cats? Hi, it's me again. Good to see you, king of cats. I need you to speak up. I am hard of hearing. He's a white cat with blue eyes, so. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> it's me, it's Shane. We've we've hung out before, King of Cats. Is Oscar the King of Cats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a decision I made right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the King of Cats is like, I don't believe we hung out in so much as you wandered into my court and had to be chased away. I mean, it was nice. It was nice for me. <laughs> Come on, we're buddies. We're buddies. Uh, the King of Cats sighs heavily and is like, and who are you? gesturing at Archie. Uh, you said you got a full corn dog meal, correct? Yes. Unfortunately, you have spilt the drink on yourself. Oh, no! <laughs> I feel so bad! <laughs> Archie bows. Greetings, Your Majesty. I am a Speak wizard. Speak up! <laughs> Lord! All right, I am I am a wizard known as Archie. Greetings, Your Majesty. All right, hello, Wizard Archie, and Spirit, Corn Dog Spirit. Um, it's me, it's Shane. We're friends. We had soft tacos <laughs> that one time. Soft tacos were nice. I do appreciate the soft tacos. Um, what, what, why have you come into my court? 
Also, place your offerings at the foot of my throne, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Little corn dog floats over and and sets down. <laughs> Archie sets down the meal. So, my friend here, Archie, is he's a good fellow, and I want you to help him when he needs help. With thanks. I think the King of Cats looks directly at, at where Shade's voice is coming from. Just with like a dead pit expression is like. That is not how any of this works. <laughs> sure it is. I brought the requisite corn dog. That gets you in turns to Archie. What is it that I can do for you, wizard Archie? <laughs> I honestly haven't the foggiest. <laughs> I want an outing with my friend. Mm. Yeah, it's a fun outing. We're having fun. And while we're having fun, we want we want you to help because the world is scary and I want my good friend to be okay. <sighs> this is a noble want and desire I must I must admit but this price gestures at the corn dogs while bountiful does not add up to the debt of me a favor this does not add up to. What if I brought you multiple sausages? Possibly. Wizard Archie, I require from you a favor in return for a favor. Does that sound as, as an adequate exchange? Depends on the nature of the favor, noble king. Understandable. I will require of you a task on this day. It will be treacherous. This place that I need you to go to, it is dangerous. It is dark and... Chaotic. Do you think you can handle something like that for me? I will certainly try. Okay. Wizard Archie, if you can return to, with, to me a laser pointer from aisle 15 of the Walmart... <laughs> 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 I will be in your debt. 